Hello. Today, I'm back at it with the topic of digital transformation. Now, this phrase has been in use for quite a few years now, and it means different things to different people. And if you really think about it, some folks are in the midst of a digital transformation right now within their organizations, and while others are still quite far behind. And then even others are scaling those efforts because they've really adopted things early. In any of those cases, people are still at the core of this transformation. And to help me dive into this era, these areas, I have uh, a guest joining me today on the podcast, uh, Lippi Sarkar. Uh, she's a recent co-author of a book, Building a Digital Future. And uh, she comes with over 20 years of experience as a program director in leading and managing technology in this digital transformation space, specifically around the Dynamics 365 uh, platform from Microsoft. So join me in uh, this podcast with Lippy, and stay tuned. Well, hello, Lippy. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you today. Thank you, Aaron. My pleasure. I'm very happy to join you. Well, it's it's exciting to, to get to chat with you today on our uh, Back Out It podcast. And uh, and something that's kind of been around for a while as far as a phrase or term that we've heard a lot about is this digital transformation <laughs> that so many of us have, have really heard in many different aspects uh, from uh, companies talking about the, the transformation and people or processes or and more. But uh, before we dive into that, I wonder if you could uh, share a little bit about yourself with some of our listeners uh, that are out there. Thanks, uh, Aaron. Um, I'm Lippi Sarkar. I've been in the industry for about 20 years and have been involved into many in different roles, uh, starting with business analyst, program manager, project manager, program director, worked for big four organization consulting firms. Um, and yeah, so you have gathered lots of knowledge in working in the world, in the, working with different countries, different cultural people, and uh, different transformation programs. Yeah, so that kind of directly speaks to the topic today of that digital transformation. And I'd love to just unpack a little bit of that with you, if we could. Uh, it's And it's crazy to think that uh, I've mentioned that digital transformation uh, that's been around, that phrase has been around for a while. But uh, if you think about it, over the past year, this, this focus on that digital transformation has really sped up. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are focusing on what can I do and um, where can I turn to as far as technology and people and, uh, you know, uh, things that could be uh, impactful to this digital transformation. And what's, what's crazy is that um, they, that people think of this word, this phrase digital transformation, but they, they kind of leave out some part of that one word is that digital uh, some people are so focused on the people and process, which are great. And we'll touch on that in just a moment, but I'd love to touch on that. You know, why have an emphasis on the digital aspect of transfer transformation? It's a great question, Aaron. And digital transformation, we talk about people, process, and technology. So mm -hmm. a lot of emphasis on people, processes, and also when we talk about technology, technology has been taken 
in its own way. So technology is an enabler. It cannot do the work if it is not defined with a proper process. Mm -hmm. And finally, we are human. We do business with human. We interact with human. The relationships are built with human. So mm -hmm. it's all about digital is there, but it need to do the job to reduce the manual intensity, make it more effective, let's say, or is it more, uh, you know, wherever the time consuming or repetitions are there. So that's where technology can help and benefit the organization or benefit the people or the department that it's working for. Um, so I see digital and in the pandemic situation, I think it has taken a completely different turn where people mm -hmm. were not used to. Some people obviously used to work from home, but this has, everyone has to work from home. Um, and if it is possible uh, in the countries, in the places, in the organization where the digital assets are there, digital infrastructure is there. And that's where it is quite important and pertinent because mm -hmm. we are talking about digital, without that platform, it would have not been possible to work from home or work remotely, operate well, businesses remotely. Well, that's true. Something I'd love to touch on that you hit a, a few times uh, in there was the people involved. Uh, you know, I, you may have seen this, that there's this, sometimes there's this pervasive fear that you may have noticed when it comes to this digital transformation for some that, you know, oh my goodness, bots are going to be taking over or taking my place and, you know, it's that fear of the unknown or really just a fear of just lack of knowledge really about there. We emphasize this digital platforms that are needed to really accomplish things, but without the people there, um, it wouldn't be possible. Uh, you still need that collaboration with people. I, I've been lately, I've been emphasizing uh, the focus on humans plus technology or that like, for example, humans plus AI or humans plus automation or you know, you fill in that digital aspect there that we just touched on. Um, and I'd love to, you know, touch on a couple points a little bit from uh, a couple of perspectives. If you think about it is, is one, if you think about it, it's this humans uh, involved here it's from the customer point of view and the others from the worker or the employee's point of view is in this um, humans plus the technology or this digital realm that we've been talking about. So if we could touch on those two points, those so it really hone in on why people are still valuable as part of this digital transformation. I think it's, a, you You have touched upon the point about uh, technology and people. It's a human plus mm -hmm. AI or human plus technology. I think it's a, a threat that we need to address. And it's a genuine mm -hmm. threat when we talk about technology, we talk about the vision, um, but we have to understand the point of view where people are talking about, okay, when there is a, and the change is happening, what is happening to us? What is in it for me? If the digital transformation is happening in the organization, why I need to be involved? Um, mm -hmm. am, I, am I at the point of losing my job or what is happening to my job? So as, I mean, it's a genuine threat and the threat can only be addressed with knowledge, with communications. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you touched upon the point about the organization from the customer point of view or from the uh, employee's point of view. And there is another ecosystem of partner's point of view or the supplier's point of view. So mm -hmm. it's about in an organization, there could be three different stakeholders or three different parties as human we are involved with. So as long as the communication is there and broken down in the fact of what digital transformation is bringing, it's not about losing job. It is more about 
right. making the task, automate the task, but make it more in an efficient way. So we can reduce the human error. We can make the business more efficient and take away those repetitive tasks because humans are built for, you know, do more interesting tasks. So give them that opportunity, right. give them that opportunity to do that interesting task that you're supposed to do rather than hiding behind or busy with all the manual tasks or repetitive tasks that we have to do. Yeah, I love you touched on that point because I, there's just really this explosiveness you've probably seen around uh, this automation, you know, and, and the aspects of like RPA, for example, robotic process automation is a big one out there. That's a hot market. And people are really looking to, uh, to your point, uh, remove that repetitiveness that they do that those mundane, uh, you know, grunt work, as I call it, yeah. <laughs> down in there that is so time consuming and takes away from, like you said, that valuable input that these people could really have that can elevate the discussion and really focus on, you know, business strategies or honing those business processes and then layering in some more automation potentially, uh, as, as you will. But uh, I'd love to shift a bit, if you don't mind. Uh, it's uh, something I'd, I'd love to uh, have you touch on, but you recently wrote a book uh, that's actually tackling this very subject of digital transformation and primarily digital future. Uh, if you think about it, uh, I'd love to you if you could just tell our listeners briefly about the book and its purpose. Yes, we have written this book about, I mean, the book is called Build a Digital Future with Dynamics mm -hmm. 365. And the reason why we have written the book to start with, we found many books in the market that was primarily either transformation or very technical Dynamics 365. So we wanted to bridge that gap and bring in how you can do your digital transformation with Dynamics 365. And the reason why Dynamics 365 is because it has got the capabilities built in, whether you look for, if you want to um, operate in a business where you want to improve and make it efficient in the sales and marketing process, there is a solution for that. If you want to improve and optimize your business processes within finance, there is a solution for it. Or if you want to think about the retail e-commerce side, there is a solution for it. So if somebody is thinking about, uh, and it's mainly about the C-suite leaders who are thinking about digital transformation, but they haven't decided about which technology to go for. Um, so this is a book where they can get, get some interesting views and thoughts and to, you know, how, how to do the digital transformation, because there is a blueprint about that and be how to execute it. So the first part is written mainly for uh, defining and identifying okay. the need for change for digital mm -hmm. transformation. And the second part is about the blueprint, how to execute digital transformation. And the third part is written mainly about how to innovate and make improvements. So it's digital transformation is not a project. It's not a project which you can do in three, three months or six months. It's a continuous improvement. And that's where you bring mm -hmm. more benefits. If you try to do merge or smush everything, all the capabilities that the, uh, the, uh, the solution has got, uh, if you try to bring everything in, you are going to do too much change in the organization at one point in time, which is humanly impossible to take in all kinds of changes. Um, so hence, we have written this book to give that understanding, to share that knowledge, and also bring in from the customer perspective to see how they have done it, where they have done the solution, where they have implemented digital transformation with Dynamics, 365, what kind of challenges they had in the business and what they tried to mitigate with the solution and how they have done it. 
and what are the benefits they have achieved? What are the outcomes? Mm-hmm. It could be from you know the numbers, uh, percentages, or the customer attraction or the customer centric point of view. So we have tried to bridge that, bring all of it immersive in in this book, so that we can share that knowledge with everyone. I like how you've got that broken down into those three parts, you know, um, and uh, maybe we can circle back to a couple of those. But um, it, it, I'd love to touch on a point we, we mentioned earlier. It's that that word digital. So we're talking about this digital platform of Dynamics 365 and, and, and then pairing that up with what you mentioned. You just can't roll this all out at once. Uh, and if you have this a lot of times people do it like in a phased approach or a small approach or start with a small team and roll it out and get get the usage there and the um, adoption there and the benefits out of it. And then you can start layering in more and more and more. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it reminds me of a phrase, uh, you know, you can't swallow the whole ocean at once. It's That's just so a little yeah. bit of, at a time that we've got to uh, we've got to take in and absorb. And it it. It's interesting that, uh, you know, the timing of this book is, as well is because it speaks to this, uh, this pace at which people are wanting to change in this yeah. digital transformation. It's, it kind of speaks to this, um, this term of this accelerated economy, if you think about it. People are wanting things faster and quicker, but at the same time, they're not going to give up quality. So I want to make sure that the platforms that they're using or the technology that they're using still has this quality about it that can serve their needs or automate things. Uh, I love to circle back again to that phrase. We've talked about digital transformation sort of being this buzz term for a while. Uh, and, uh, and then considering the title and the theme of the book that you touched on about this digital future, really. So what do you see as the future for this digital evolution, if you will? Well, I see there will be a lot of explosion of jobs. And uh, yeah, if I take a step back and say why I think it would be the case, so because digital Mm -hmm. future in in this pandemic situation, we have seen the two years of digital transformation has been, you know, absorbed be, uh, because and adapted, adopted everywhere because people have to work from home, people have to do mm-hmm. remotely, people have to do business remotely. Uh, but we haven't touched upon the fact that the world population is aging and mm-hmm. you would need healthcare. And up until this point in time, healthcare was a little bit laggers, not the early adopters of digital transfer of the technology in that sense, uh, where mm-hmm. you can collaborate. But this is a search in, you know, healthcare can go for digitally uh, transform their business. Then there is a other area of government citizens where they want to, you know, there is a increasing uh, effort in the infrastructure on the housing. So there could be a search of digital transformation that can happen over there. Then there is other area where we haven't, um, I mean, many women are joining the workforce, obviously. Uh, there are a lot of the population and this increases, that creates more work like the childcare, the cooking, the grunt work, really. So that mm. can be a cross-platform where you can serve the B2B, B2C, really. So it, it would be, I mean, this is an area untapped yet. There are certain, uh, you know, the platforms are there. But for example, like Grubhub, uh, mm-hmm. then delivery, all these things are coming up and even childcare. So I think there could be lots of different areas where we haven't yet thought about digitally improving uh, the market, but that, that will come up. That's where I see the digital future. Mm-hmm. 
that kind of plays into something we've you've probably seen uh, lately is Microsoft's release of these industry clouds yeah. uh, and these platforms that speaks to the Dynamics 365 platform that we're touching on today and uh, the use of this the specificity for these um, industries to where it can reduce that time in uh, implementing something. Uh, whereas before, you know, they weren't industry specific or didn't have the terminology in place or certain uh, automations built in, pre-built, you know, around this uh, technology. So it almost speaks to the uh, the fact that sort of Dynamics 365 is is this emerging finally emerging into these arenas that it should have been all along, you know, and uh, it's kind of at, at this precipice of, of going in a new direction in the future. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, is really, you know, Dynamics 365, the, uh, that timing of it. I mean, what are you, what are you seeing about the, how that Dynamics 365 platform is playing into not all these industries, but this future that you touched on? I think it is increasing in terms of um, there is a demand everywhere, whether you see the education sector, whether the healthcare sector, all uh -huh. the different sectors, they are trying to go for digitally. And uh, it's not just a D365, Dynamics 365 is a solution from Microsoft. Even Teams is, you know, collaborative solution. It's just like mm -hmm. going, everyone is trying to, that is a... Uh, one stop, I would say there are different kind of um, other in the market, but there are a lot of areas that we are definitely going in that direction. And finally, at the end of the day, I mean, digital transformation is more about what is in it for me. If it is, if the solution right. is intuitive and we don't have to, you know, learn this as a solution, but it will be more intuitive that I know that it's a part of my, you know, if it's something delivering me direct benefit that I can learn it in a no time really. Um, so that will be more about how is it affecting me? How is it my life, my work style? Is it improving using this solution or using that system? So I think people generally adapt and adopt to it. It's finally at the end of it. It's a user adoption, how the users are finally using the system that is delivering the value and the benefit. So I see, yes, it's a, right. definitely a positive direction that we are going and it's the launch yeah. of uh, the book. And during this time frame, I think, yeah, we couldn't ask more. Yeah, it kind of speaks to the fact that, uh, you know, this Dynamics 365 market is really entering this period at maybe kind of like a perfect storm, so to speak, where you mentioned, you touched on this a moment ago, where it's like customers, the partner uh, element, and then the actual users of the system, consumers of the systems are, it's this collaboration and, the you know, all coming together where, you know, the customers are seeing and reaping these rewards. So it, again, goes back to that, uh, that timing of the book coming to market. Uh, so I don't know if you could touch on that a bit. Yeah, we are very excited about it. Uh, we have started doing a little bit of marketing and uh, promoting our book and we are getting a good response worldwide. And uh, yeah, Microsoft is also going in a, you know, the digital transformation is so that's the keyword that is being mm -hmm. given out and uh, e-commerce is another sector. So I think, yeah, th that's definitely a very good direction and very good timing for that. Uh, it's unfortunate the pandemic has happened, which has accelerated the digital <laughs> transformation. Exactly. But, uh, well, um, some key drivers whether it's societal, you know, the environmental or political, there is an external driver which has helped this digital transformation to move forward. Right. It's it's if we if you think about it, we've touched on the human factor, we've touched on this digital factor, and uh, you know, technology plays this huge role in this. I mentioned this accelerated economy and pandemic that all that got accelerated. You know, with people pivoting very quickly, and it 
you mentioned like Grubhub, you know, where we get that or DoorDash, where we get those food when we want it at our terms. If, if it's not streaming on Hulu, we want it now on our, on our times. It's, it really speaks to that personalization that's going on. And uh, I think that touches on kind of where this digital evolution is heading in the future. And it's great to see the transformation that Dynamics 365 is bringing out as well as part of this adaptation and change. Uh, where we're headed. Um, in closing, we just have a couple minutes left. If we could, I'd love to leave our listeners with maybe just a couple of things to consider as they're going down this decision journey uh, as part of this digital evolution. If you think about it, it's it they could be at different points in this digital evolution. You know, some are probably behind the curve and playing catch up, or some are in the midst of it, and others maybe scaling. You know, at this at this point, um, but. What are some things that folks need to consider? I think one of the key things that I would say is um, we would like to hear what kind of transformation, what kind of challenges people go through, because we have heard different challenges. We have also heard about during the pandemic, um, and some organization have really, for example, Primark, they didn't have any online presence. They had to close like 300 plus odd stores, whereas mm -hmm. other um, markets or other organizations like Amazon might have accelerated the business. Right. Um, so it's, it's kind of a two different ways, I mean, in the spectrum. So we looked, we reached out to our customers and wanted to know about how and where they have been affected during the pandemic. Um, so we saw again, two different spectrum. One was related to the fact that uh, during this period, people were furloughed and people could use their time to learn about the power platform, which is a local code, no code platform and deliver their, uh, deliver the value and benefit to the business, to the business challenges. So in terms of, for our listeners, I would like to know more about what kind of challenges they go through. And definitely we see, we are bringing in this kind of different kind of journeys, different kind of examples to in, in our book. Um, but that that is something to be watched out. We have, some of them are still not unleashed, I would say, mm -hmm. because we hear about lots of challenges. There is another aspect of mental health. So we might not have, you know, sure. how we can. So currently we are thinking about how we can deliver the business, but this is all about delivering value and benefits. So how we can reach out to those kind of challenges where it is completely untapped or where it's not talking about. So those are the areas there might be some more challenges that we would like to know in future. So in coming days. Yeah, I love I love uh, the fact that you're you're highlighting these challenges. Like I mentioned, people could be at these different stages, so it it brings to the forefront. People just need to really reevaluate what's going on. I mean, uh, this acceleration that's going on. Are you digitally transforming? I'd love to pose the question to listeners. You know, you've got to do it, or you're going to fall behind. And then uh, the Dynamics 365 platform is really help, uh, there to really help transform truly how you approach your business and the tools that you use to succeed nowadays. So, well, thank you, Lippy, so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure chatting with you around these big topics and themes and then boiling it down to enablement through Dynamics 365. But thank you so much for joining me. It's been a thank pleasure. Thank you, and my pleasure.